Hey, y'all. Welcome to Pass the Table. Dynamic voices for a diverse church. This is Pass the Mic. Midwives of Culture for Grace and Truth. I'm McKemini. I'm Tyler. I'm Christina. And I'm Jamar. <laughs> this table is built by black women, but we invited some black men too. <laughs> I know you said that you did the whole midwives too. Like I was like, what? Like, okay. All right, here we go. <laughs> I wasn't going to play y'all all the way out, but you know. So <laughs> welcome to the table, y'all. Pass the hey. table. What's hey. y'all saying? Hey. Good to be back. Truth's Mike. Truth's Mike. I like that one. <laughs> you know what's you crazy know. is it's been it's been about a year since our first crossover episode. Absolutely. Da, da, da. Absolutely. The episode that shall not be. <laughs> no, it's called it was, it was actually very great. Gender apartheid. You know, I'm stronger. I'm wiser. I'm <laughs> much better. Come on. Come on. So much better. <laughs> yes. Never would have made, made it. Never would have made it. Never would have made it. Marvin Sapp taught us. Okay, <laughs> shout out to Marvin Sapp and Grand Rapids. There you go. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, my God. Oh, and shout out to Michelle. She couldn't record with us tonight, but yeah. send your prayers to her and in, yeah, yeah. while she's there in St. Louis. Absolutely. Hold it down for her in the throne mm-hmm. room. Mm-hmm. Um, so, okay. So, Jamar and Tyler, y'all just celebrated your 200th episode with a fancy tour. <laughs> oh, here we go. Here we go. Congratulations. Hey, see, you know what's crazy is someone someone put up the Truth Table logo in the back you of know. the episode. You so know. I feel like y'all had someone involved. I promise we did not. <laughs> we know the culprit on that one, though. We know there who the culprit is. Hilarious. Oh, That's my goodness. Over. That's awesome. Advertise us. How does it feel to have accomplished that goal? I mean, 200 episodes, that is not an easy feat. That's, that's a lot of talking. It's a yep. lot of talking. Uh, I probably could have done a lot less, but um, somehow folks have ridden with us this whole time. All praises yeah. to God uh, mm-hmm. that, that we were able to make it because, you know, there's a lot that goes on behind the scenes just to get yeah. an episode out. Obviously, there's yeah. all the technical aspects, but uh, you got to choose the topic, which Tyler has been doing a masterful job of, you know, sort of setting yes. tone and direction for the podcast. Yes. But, you know, this is not anybody's main gig. Um this so so we've had to find time and and be disciplined about it but you know we love it i think we love the work and that's what Mm. keeps us motivated so we're we're we were thrilled and then we were thrilled on top of it to be able to celebrate um Mm -hmm. on the pass the mic live tour so we were in person with some of our listeners and that was just very very special thanks dallas yeah Yeah. thanks yeah shout out to dallas and for me it's, it's very interesting because I kind of came in midstream, probably after a hundred episodes or so. Mm. So I've experienced life without the podcast. And so now mm. having the podcast in my life and the network and the community and the feedback and just spending more time with Jamar and Bo and the other co-hosts that we have and interview guests, it's just a, a really a moment of gratefulness and humility to recognize that you know, this is not something that's owed to you. This is a blessing. It's a gift from the Lord. Yeah. And so it's caused me to appreciate every episode just that much more. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know exactly what you mean by that. <laughs> and, and you guys, and so we're talking about 200, but you guys are coming up on a year now. So yeah. a year oh, in, I, I mean, what is what does that feel like for y'all? Because you've been through so much, you've, you've done so much in a short period of time. I mean, you know, y'all, how does, how everybody does knows feel? about Truth's Table already. Everyone. <laughs> everyone talks about Truth's Table. <laughs> it's been a wild ride. <laughs> so, yeah. No, it's uh, it's been a blessing. It really is. That's why I really did resonate with what you just said, Tyler. Just, But, you know, it's just like it's, it's a blessing from the Lord to be able to have, uh, you know, the podcast, to be able to minister to people. I mean, that, for me, I, I view it as ministry. I think it's more than just a podcast, and that's how I try to approach it. Um, yeah. So... So, um, so I think, uh, so, so we celebrated our one year anniversary in March, March, or I want to say March 7th. Um, and I'm like, oh my gosh, it's been one year already. Yeah. Um, so that was such a blessing. Um, but yeah, it's, it, I've just been floored by the response that we've gotten with Truth Tape. I didn't know, like I said I, before, I was like, I, I, 
thought it would, you know, appeal to some people, but I didn't think that we would have the draw um, Mm -hmm. that we have gotten. That that was surprising to me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What about you, C? Yeah, no, I think it, yeah, it's, it still surprises me. Like when, um, (laughs) you know, I'm kind of like anti-celebrity in a lot of ways. And so not not that we are celebrities, but it is still very weird to me when people have such an awareness of things. And I think we've worked hard to be transparent on um, when we communicate with each other. And so when people say things to me that I've said, I'm like, where did mm. you hear that? I'm like, oh, I think I said that on the podcast, y'all. So um, which mm-hmm. it just shows the level of kind of liberty that we have. But no, it's been a huge blessing. I think um, the 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 sharing Christ with people is 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 central to uh, my motivations, um, and this has given us a platform, I think, to do that. And that's been one of the reasons why I've you know I've stayed at the table because I think it's a great place to proclaim the excellencies of Christ, you know? So, um, that has been refreshing. And at the same time too, we don't take ourselves that seriously. And so, um, we have that. I mean, there's a lot. We we laugh a lot. I mean, we take, we we try to take the things that are serious seriously and the things that aren't, we, we try to find a lot of humor in them. So, um, in that sense, it's been like medicine, um, for the most part recording, um, the episodes. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I so, and, and it's, it's kind of weird because the four of us out of the four of us, I grew up wanting to be a radio host. So I grew up wanting to host radio in some way, shape or form, but it seems like you guys were kind of podcasting was thrust upon you. So <laughs> what has it been like adjusting, adjusting to the mic and being behind the mic and transparent and exhausting and all the mental and emotional and spiritual even physical energy that goes into just recording. How have you guys adjusted to that in your daily lives? Oof, that's such a good uh, <laughs> question. I mean, because it it it's it takes work. This is no like you have got to be dedicated. There is a lot of work, moving parts that go to putting in. Um, you know, a good, or putting on, I should say, a good podcast. And you're right, we were thrust um, into it. <laughs> like, I feel like I'm thrust, you know, into everything um, after following God. Like, oh, really? This is what we're doing, God? Oh, all right, all right. This is what we're doing. All right. You know, you know that meme where you going down and that kid is terrified, you know? <laughs> but like, that that's me. That's me and God. Um, but yeah, I mean, I haven't hosted... That's, that's me and God. That's me and God. Um, I haven't hosted, you know, anything before. So it's been, it, it's really been like, all right, kind of trial and error and saying, can I do this? Do I have it? Me getting over my own voice, like, oh, why do I do that? Why do I say that? And why do I breathe like that? You know, all these little quirks and things that you notice. Uh, so that's been interesting and humbling to hear. Um, but it it does in some ways it, it feels a little natural um, for us. And I don't know if that's how um, C feels or even how M feels, but it at first it was like, Ugh! and I'm always a little nervous before we record, right? Because the content of Truth's Table, we often, we emphasize a lot, a lot, not a lot, but no, we do emphasize a lot of theology. And so, and I, I take that seriously. And mm-hmm. so I'm always trying to make sure that I am you know, talking precisely about things that eternal matters like that, um, because I do view it as a ministry. And so there's always this, um, how can you say, there's always this acknowledgement that like, yo, I'm doing this as unto the Lord. And what does that mean? So you have to deal with the actual technical stuff with the podcast, like about moving the show, getting the transitions right, asking the right questions to get the show moving Mm -hmm. along. And then you got to think about the spiritual aspect, like, hold up. Like I got to hear well done from the Lord when when I'm done. So I really need to make sure that what I'm saying, you know, um, is that I'm glorifying him as best as I can. Obviously I don't do that perfectly, but I, that is my aim. So I have kind of two, two things in mind or two aspects in mind whenever I'm getting on the mic. What about you, C? Well, I, I think my prepar- I think it's been interesting because I, you know, I work in higher education and I do some consulting work. So this has been, this is very different than all of those <laughs> spaces mm-hmm. because I think one of the things that we decided to do from jump is to say that we are not 
we're not didactic. We're not we're not explicitly teaching. I know people are like, oh, I listen to Truth's Table and look at what I learned. Mm-hmm. But I've been very mm-hmm. passionate about like, no, <laughs> that's not what we do. And part of that is because when I'm in the classroom or I'm working for a nonprofit or organization, I'm always I'm assessing where people are so that I can, you know, teach them to where they are and, and figure and pull them to where I think we can go together. And that's not really what Truth Table focuses on. And um mm-hmm. and so it's it's our conversation. It's you know us chopping it up, speaking to each other in terms and language that we understand. Um, and the fact that people listen to it and feel like, oh, I've used this with my small group or I've learned things. I, you know, <laughs> that's, that, praise the Lord. But our intention was not to be a explicit teaching tool, but rather, no, yeah. Um, yeah, rather to really just kind of create a, sp- a space of community. And so, um, so yeah, so that's been interesting. So, so me not being a teacher, like turning that off. Um, and just being a friend is really what I think about <laughs> when I'm on truth. Like, yeah. be a friend, not mm. a teacher, right now. So, right, yeah, right. And and it's and C talked about it earlier. This whole idea of getting a platform mm. and being quote unquote famous right. in a, in a circle. And <laughs> circle. we were in Dallas, yeah, and it's just in a very small circle. Like you know, <laughs> some people know you, and other people have no idea who you are. Exactly, and. It, the Stay way humble. podcasting works, mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely, and that's that's a challenge in and of itself. Mm-hmm. But I think the way podcasting works is when people incorporate listening to you speak into their daily lives, mm-hmm. it kind of brings the gravity home. And so we were in Dallas, yeah. and there was this one young lady who came up to me, mm-hmm. and um, and she she said, "We listen to the podcast with our kids." Like we listen yes. with them. And I was like, why? Yeah. Number one, <laughs> why are you listening with your children? Because uh, yeah. you never know what we're going to be talking about. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, but then yeah. when I sat back, I was like, wow, she uses this as some sort of teaching tool, some sort of connection point with her mm-hmm. kids to explain mm-hmm. to them through a Christian lens, like what's, what's going, going on in on? the world and yeah. what's going on in society. And then another guy tweeted me and he was like, it was it was amazing seeing my son kind of track with what you were saying at the event. So when my son mm-hmm. was nodding and looking at you, it it was like that meant something to him. And so it's it's that's nuts. I don't know if Jamar, you, you kind of feel the same way, but when people and I, I actually I know Jamar feels even this even more because people love Jamar. Like, you know, don't don't let the, the Twitter Jamar. interaction. What's not people to love? love don't, don't ask too many questions. What's not then, to love? Then you get to the truth. A lot, a lot. <laughs> Anything that's not Jesus. Well, um, well. You know. <laughs> well, for me, so I do a lot of uh, traveling and speaking on my own, but many of those invitations come because I'm co-host of the Pass the Mic podcast. Mm-hmm, sure. And so I actually get a lot more interaction with uh, our listeners than, than the team does. Because as a team, we only go to so many places uh, per year together. And so I feel a burden to try to express what our listeners are saying to the rest of the team, because you all know this, when, when you are behind the mic and sort of laboring virtually, but kind of in isolation, kind of in mm-hmm. a team, it, it, you, you just don't know the impact, right? You, and, and, and you feel like you're doing, we're, we're going to do the work regardless, because like you said, e, it's ministry yeah. mm-hmm. and we enjoy mm-hmm. it. And, and we feel, you know, sort of this fire shut up in our yeah. bones yeah. that we couldn't not mm-hmm. do it. But at the same time, you don't quite know what the yield is, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. You, d- yeah. you don't, you don't know what the output is. And so to go and, and hear from folks personally is really powerful. And I, ch- I, I feel um, almost guilty that, that, you know, Tyler and, and Aaron and Bo and Elodie can't all hear it like I'm hearing it because, I mean, people will like like bear hug you and yeah. never have even met you. Yeah. You know what I mean? And they'll have tears in their eyes because of something that we said or a topic that we addressed. And it's a, it's a God moment. It's like, wow, Lord, you really do work through, you know, crooked sticks, mm-hmm. right? Um so those are very, very special moments. And I, we say this on mic so that our listeners know uh, we appreciate you and we appreciate when you express that uh, because it's it's a little bit of feedback that we get mm-hmm. um, that, you know, working through a screen or through a mic, that's hard to come by. Yeah, that bear hugging is a no go for me though. My the way my introvert is set up, like <laughs> <laughs> if you bear hug me, I'm gonna look down and be like, ah, 
thank you. Oh my you know. goodness. Nah, but that's that that's that that's meaningful. That's meaningful. <laughs> I think there's a lot of I think there's a lot of caution there though. Like we, you know, Christians always talk about you know the the risks and hazards of a platform, but I mean, what would y'all say about mm. you know like if somebody's looking to start a podcast or blog or wants to get their work out there in public, you know, some things y'all have learned in the past year um, of podcasting or Tyler stuff that you know, and and it's it, it's not. I don't like the, I don't know, this is just Jamar, I'm very quirky, but I don't like the the blogs and whatnot that, that are basically like, nobody should have a platform that's not Christian. I don't think that's the case. I, um, but I do think there are some things that we should be aware of if somebody's thinking about that. So, I mean, what would y'all say? Uh I mean, for That's me, I'm question. always, uh, you know, leery about this platform stuff. I ain't nobody but a servant of the Lord, okay? And that's enough for me, to be quite honest. And I'm not trying to be churchy. I ain't trying to be extra holy, but that's just you real. Are Seriously. <laughs> it's here. I she, am, she I am churchy. churchy. <laughs> I am churchy, so never mind. Take that back. But <laughs> I'm very churchy. Uh, and I'm fine with that. Um, but, um, but, yeah, so I, I guess... I mean, that stuff, it comes and goes, man. It's here today. You're the hot stuff today. You are, you are not next week. Okay. So, I mean, I don't, I don't put a lot of stock on that personally. So I always am trying to evaluate, even if somebody's trying to, it's a great question. If somebody's trying to evaluate, should I start a blog? Should I start a podcast? I think you need to ask yourself, what value do you add? Are you going to add to the cacophony of cacophony of noise mm. here? Are you going to, are you, or are you going mm. to, are you going to provide a clarion call? Are you doing something completely different mm -hmm. than what's out there right now? Are you contributing something that's unique that will win people to, well, I don't know. I guess it, I'm not saying it has to be a Christian podcast. You know, I'm just saying what, what, what is it that the world needs to hear that they have not heard? Mm. Right. Um, but then there's always the, okay, there's nothing new on the sun. But is there something that you're bringing um, that some sort of angle, some vantage point that's not been heard or that's underrepresented uh, that, that you believe that you can begin to, you know, amplify? Uh, like for me, if you know, if you notice, well, I'm sure you do notice, I don't write all the time. I don't write as much as I should. I don't write as much as Jamar sh uh, does. Okay, and I'm like Jamar, how do you write so fast? How? How? Um, Jamar be writing. I, just, I, like I am a slow <laughs> It's the thorn in my side. You know, it just it is what it is. Uh, but I all but also that combined with the fact that I do not write unless I believe I am going to talk about something that has not been spoken about in a certain manner or that has not or if there's an um, aspect that has not been explored or written about. So I oftentimes don't write unless I'm going to be providing something new because you don't need 10 million articles about the same thing. I mean, that's just my own opinion. So I, I'm always trying to figure out when do I keep silent? When do I speak out? I'm trying to always discern that. And I think that's applicable to the podcast world. I think that's applicable to the blogging world. I think that's applicable to the speaking world. And if I could park there for mm. a second, well, if, well, when, well. when somebody comes i i think that we we love to we love to hog glory just by nature right we we are we want to take god's glory by by nature that's it we want all the praise we want all the glory for ourselves and so when people you know everybody is a speaker on this podcast right now and so when people come to us with speaking requests you know like you get random stuff you get you the requests are quite Sometimes they're very specific, but and sometimes they fall within your expertise, and sometimes they yeah. don't. I think we have to have the humility to say that is not my wheelhouse, but yeah. Tyler does that. Go hit him up, mm -hmm. or no, I don't do that. Yes, I can do that, but that's not what I center my ministry on. Go mm -hmm. hit up my sister Lisa, who is an apologetics beast. She can do that for you. Yeah. You know, go Lisa Fields. Shout out to Lisa Fields. You know, um, so I'm thinking, don't be, don't, don't hog, don't hog the, the, the stage. You know what I'm saying? Just because you want a platform for what? Are you, are we, I just, I think we need to be very cautious about trying to, um, how can I say, um, trying to 
garner the spotlight for ourselves. Um, mm-hmm. I think for me, I'm always trying to see how I can be pointing to Christ. That's the call on my life, you know? And so I'm not yeah. trying to set up a law, but that's the call on my life. And so I think that's something that we have to have the humility to know that we can pass on it. It's okay. God sees you. He will, <laughs> he will open up other doors for you. I promise you do not have to hoard it. Right. Um, so anyways, I'm going to come off of that little soapbox, yeah. but yeah. No, that, but hogging that stage leads to error, oh, like it leads to a lot yeah. of error because we speak out of turn and we speak about things we're not familiar well, with. And, you know, if I had, I've, I've talked to people who are, who are trying to start podcasts and I think the number one question I ask them is, are you comfortable with obscurity? Like, are you comfortable mm. not being known, not mm. being heard, not being seen? Because there's a misnomer with how successful our podcasts have mm-hmm. been. That number one, all podcasts have been graced this way and all podcasts have not. Yeah. You know, we look back with humility. It's not anything that we did. But also sometimes people can think that we've always been this quote unquote popular or we've uh-huh. always had this quote unquote following. And I was just actually going back, Jamar. Yeah, that's true. And listening to looking at old podcasts that we did that uh-huh. nobody listened to. <laughs> no, like nobody listened to. I don't I don't know what Hell we were thinking with the topics. Y'all put I don't in know work. anything. Like it was just like, yo, why are we recording? Like, what is this? We just had to get an episode out. And so we were still trying to find our voices. And we were talking about off the wall stuff that I'm glad Bo. What's an example? Give episodes. us an example, please, please. Nah, like, uh, <laughs> yo, remember, yo, Jamar, remember when we talked about that, um, uh, what what was it that we talked about? We talked about Aisha Curry tweeted something. The tweet that was heard around the world, something about yeah, but modesty, yeah, so she, right? Oh, so yes, yes, yes. So we talked about that. There was, was no so truth table. Crazy. We didn't even know y'all at the there time. There was no truth table. <laughs> no truth table. I and knew you, Tyler. I think I knew nah, you. I don't think nah, I don't think we knew each other at that time. That was way back when. That might have actually been tweet. before I was married. Oh, possibly. Okay, I remember that tweet. Yeah. Wow. Now, but yeah, so we talked about that, and even one of our the one comment we got was, "This is a cool podcast," but y'all didn't have to talk about that. Like that was the one. Comment. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, you know, you actually right." So I can't Point even be mad at you. <laughs> but you know, like so, so people don't realize, man. There's. I mean, podcasts are successful. Some are, some aren't. Some people get platforms, some people don't. But do you trust the sovereignty of the Lord in how he passes out those opportunities and who he gives it to? And it's the Lord who who puts one up, sets down another. And we don't even know, as you were talking about, E, when our time is up, like the podcast could fold this year. The podcast could be done. It doesn't, we don't know. So, you know. (laughs) My biggest thing, and if you can see me clapping my hands, I'll be clapping at every word, is um, <laughs> it comes to you. Come like, on. It's true. When we started, ran now the witness, it, it felt like, 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 like you were saying at the beginning, Tyler, like podcasting sort of was thrust upon us. It was something that we weren't necessarily like on the lookout to do. It was just an opportunity that as we were walking our path in faithfulness as best we could, God put it in our way. And we were like, wait a minute, right. I can't get around this. Now I got to do it, right? <laughs> exactly. Um, so so I would say to folks who are thinking about blogging, um, podcasting, any, any sort of other kind of public ministry, uh, don't work too hard at it in terms of mm-hmm. finding it. It will find you if it's the right thing. It's true. Um, and when it does find you, it's it sort of feels unavoidable. It feels unavoidable in the sense that it could it, it, it could feel like there's 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 literally no one else in my network who who is doing this or could do this because of my particular experiences or skill set or whatever, or just nobody else seems to see the problem the way I do and is and is willing to do something about it. It could be unavoidable in that sense. It could be unavoidable in the sense that it sort of agonizes you not to do it. Mm-hmm. Um it's something that you're so passionate about yeah. that, you know, as, as much as you try to get around it or, you know, be humble and say, well, I'm not going to take on this role. It, you just can't get away from yeah. it and it bugs you and you don't really feel peace, even though it's work, you don't really feel peace until you're doing the work. Um, so I think that's how those things come about. But I think the way those that you sustain yourself 
in any sort of public ministry role is two things. One is get a good community around you. I mean, we see mm-hmm. these leaders dropping mm-hmm. like flies, mm-hmm. uh, and much of that happens in isolation. I'm sure Christina can talk mm-hmm. about all the psychology mm-hmm. behind it and everything. <laughs> um, so, you know, if it wasn't for for the, the PTM and the witness mm-hmm. team and having other folks around me, and then ladies of truth table, uh, folks who know me and are, um, what I read something or heard something. It might've been, it might've been one of y'all ladies because it's smart. And I just like, I I automatically (laughs) think about y'all. So it was like, get people around you who are not impressed by you. Yeah. 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 It's true. Yeah. (laughs) You got to get people around you. That's not stunting you that do not care. (laughs) Like hardly hardly anyone at my church listens Um, to my podcast. Like hard and that's anyway. a great thing, you know, exactly. that can be a great thing to keep you humble and grounded and sane. And then the other thing is you got to love it. You got to love the work of it, True. right? Like not just the attention of it. You got to love dealing with all the technical glitches that come up when you're trying to interview a guest on a podcast Ooh, or whatever, trigger, trigger, you know, trigger. <laughs> you, you've got if you're a writer, you've got to love the editing process and the uh, agony of getting out a first draft and then going back wow. and revising and finding just the right wording, just the right title, just the right picture for the blog post. you got to true, love true. all of that behind the scenes work that nobody sees but has is essential to putting out a quality pro- product. And you'll know if you love it or not because you'll when that stuff it. comes up, you're like, you're either like, okay, I just got to do it or you're like, nah. <laughs> um, and if you're like nah, then you know you're probably in it for for more of the attention mm. than for the the, yeah, the ministry yeah. itself. I, mm. You know, I think so. So when I when I was training and counseling, one of my my first supervisor, who's since passed away, she uh, used to tell mm. us that whoever does the most talking is the patient, and um, and. Mm. It, so that was like almost 20 years ago. So, I mean, it, it, it developed, it started to develop a, a particular, like maybe 15 or 16 years ago, it developed a particular discipline in me and um, mm. about say the most meaningful thing that you can say in the most concise and effective way yep. possible and then shut up. And then, <laughs> and then one of my favorite, you know, he's also, he's gone on be with the Lord, favorite, you know, preachers would say, you know, get up, speak up you know, sit down, shut up. I mean, and, and it was like, yeah. um, our words are currency is the way I think about them. And so when we're, you know, it's like, when do I want to use them? When do I want to use the currency of my yeah. words? Because eventually yeah. this bank could become empty. And then when I need to be effective and speak, there's nothing less. I, I've, I've used all my credibility on this topic up. So now I can't speak to this mm-hmm. other topic. And so, um, yeah, I think I think in some ways it, it has taught me. It's reminded me of those earlier lessons of being disciplined with the language that I use on the on our on our podcast. Um, but I think ultimately, what what I have, um, you know, what I've enjoyed right at the top, even besides the evangelistic pieces, are just meeting the people who listen um, to these podcasts. Mm-hmm. And it's and even just last week. Um, in Memphis, meeting men and women, people of various racial and ethnic backgrounds. But in the case of Truth Table, we we particularly get jazzed when we meet um, Black women who listen, um, because we, we really are mindful of, of of these of that group of people who are oftentimes either unseen or hyper seen in negative ways. And so um, we are just grateful um, that the Lord like has brought them to come come to the table, you know, but, but we meet all kinds of people. And so I'm curious from you all to hear about maybe some of the funniest or warmest or exciting encounters that you've had with people. Think maybe emails you've gotten, or I don't know, even gifts that you've gotten. Truth Table has even gotten a couple of gifts sometimes. <laughs> so shout out, shout, yeah, shout out to the women. Tyler, I don't know. We, we must not be that charming. I mean. Oh, y'all ain't got no gifts. No. <laughs> Nah, like, and, and, yeah, I don't, I, yeah, that's kind of, yeah, that's like, kind of interesting depending on who you gives know. you the gifts, you know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, watch that. Gotta pray. Oh, 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 oh. oh. You gotta pray. I, I see. I, I'm picking up what you're putting down, brother. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, so um, we don't accept gifts, you know. We just accept, you know, monetary donations <laughs> to the witness. Oh, yeah, so yeah. There you go. Reparations now. <laughs> accept reparations. No, but I think that's um yeah, I know Jamar, you have some some very interesting stories about people you've 
you've met and just just really positive, uh, encouraging things that they have said to you. Um, so yeah. I, I'd be very interested to hear your bear hug story as well. <laughs> well, there's, you know, there's, there's always the kind of funny thing of you're on a podcast and so people recognize your voice <laughs> even before your face. And so I've been at conferences where like, I'll be in a conversation with one person and then there's, you know, people around me and somebody will turn around and it's like, are you Jamar Tisby? I'm like, yeah. And like, I recognized your voice. I said, oh, okay. Well, I'm sorry. Cause <laughs> there are a lot better things to do than, than listen to the sound of my voice on this podcast, but thank you. Um, so those kinds of things. And, and then, and then the random places I ran into somebody at the airport, um, who recognized me, which was like, wow, really bizarre, you know? Uh, so that's, that's really interesting. It's fun though. It's, it's all been positive. One of the most poignant ones, um, comments that people made, uh, a listener made was, you know, I've, 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 I've wrestled with this sort of calling that some on again, off again to the pastorate. I think a lot of people, um, can relate to that, uh, older I get, the the less likely it seems. And that's fine with me. It, it really is. Um, but, you know, that's that's been there. Like I went to seminary to get my MDiv to, um, the goal was to get ordained, right? And so mm-hmm. I've, I've, it's always been in kind of in the back of my mind, but I really haven't felt very pastoral. Like mm-hmm. I see Tyler you know, sitting down and, and counseling people. And um, I see pastors and what they do on a day-to-day mm-hmm. basis. I'm like, that ain't me. I'm not the, <laughs> I'm not the sensitive type to just really listen very well and all that stuff. But somebody did say, and this was very special to me. He said, um, a lot of people listen to pass the mic because you guys are saying what they wish their pastors were saying. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, and I've 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 heard it said several times that we're sort of in a in a, in a derivative way, not in the you know strict ecclesiastical sense, but in a derivative way that that these podcast pastor people um, they yeah. minister to to people's hearts, and so that's that's I, I mean that's kind of most special to me because we really do think of this as a ministry, and if there's healing that comes of it is if, if people have more confidence in God or the church because of it, then, then praise the Lord. And you know, that, 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 that means everything. Yeah. I, I said, I said, you know, we don't accept gifts, but I actually just remembered someone that did give me a gift in person that was really meaningful to me. Um, it was a brother named Charles and I actually recently spoke to Charles briefly because he actually attended the same church as the young man who was killed mm. in the bombing in, um, I believe it was Austin. And Draylen, he actually wow. attended the same mm. church and was able to speak to his servant's heart and just wow. kind of the ways in which he served mm. his local community, even as a 17-year-old. Mm. Wow. And um, I ran into Charles at a conference last year. I think it was actually the day after we recorded Gender Apartheid. And... Oh, yeah. And we're just, he was, he, he kind of, I because he had seen me, I had spoken on a panel. And so people had kind of seen me and come up to me and he was like, hey, I have some for you because I hear you talk a lot about preaching. And I know you're a preacher. And so he hands me these four books on black preachers from black preachers. And it was oh, incredibly wow. that meaningful. That was perfect like, for and, you. Wow. Yeah. And it yeah. was incredibly meaningful because it was men who I'd heard a lot about, mm-hmm. but I hadn't had the opportunity mm-hmm. to, to pick up their resources. And, you know, those books are sitting in my office right now where I'm at so I can see Beautiful. them. And it reminded me of this brother's mm-hmm. generosity to, to bring books that were probably very cherished and rare, like they're not in print anymore or anything, and to hand those over to me. And when you hear that people are listening to what you're saying and then also wanting to just extend some of the grace that they feel you've extended to them um, through the Lord's, um, just through the overflow of the Lord's love and wanting to give that back to you, that means a lot. And 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 I think our listeners do that in in very interesting ways and and also do that in what they say, what they do, um, even sometimes in, in unsaid ways, how they share the podcast or what have you. But I'd be interested in Truth Table hearing what you guys have experienced from from your listeners, um, especially you, E, um, because this is you put in work, especially sis. Like you put me. in work. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what I'm I, I guess. Like, um, and so just seeing all the stuff you do behind the scenes, I'm just 
I know that w- that means a lot to you mm-hmm. when you hear those moments of encouragement. It does. That is true. That it it does make me go, oh, somebody is okay. I'm so like, this is blessing somebody. Uh, I think uh, our listeners have been very generous, uh, apparently. <laughs> uh, uh, but you had a, I mean, that was a, those are great gifts though. But um, like we've gotten, I mean, this sister who made uh, her name is uh, shout out to Kristen. She made this shirt for us. Trust Black Women. Women, which we would put an asterisk, trust black women filled with the Holy Ghost, but ultimately trust Jesus. <laughs> that, that's on the back of the shirt. We added that. That's on the back of the shirt. Because we crazy, y'all. <laughs> We'd be like, don't trust us. Don't trust us. But um, uh, so she made us that. She brought all three of us those shirts. We've gotten like these really mm. cute. Um, a monogram like uh, keychains, <laughs> no. you know, that were given to Michelle for the three of us. And, these are, these, are, these, uh, are, these gotten, are women giving uh, us these lovely items. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're women, right? They're women are giving us these very thoughtful. Um, I, at the last event I went to, uh, just for a speaking event, uh, one of our listeners came up, I believe her name was Noelle. She had created, um, uh, what do you call these? Uh, pins, little truth table yes. pins that she made. She, she, yeah, she cut out the logo and made it in a little circular thing. And I was like, oh my gosh, which convicted me because I was like, we need to get merch <laughs> you were together. Convicted by that. Merchandise. Ah. <laughs> I was like, oh man, she shouldn't have to do this. So, but it was just so thoughtful the way oh, my, my, my dear friend Paige making us notebooks. Truth table notebooks. Um, she mm. shout out to Paige. I know she's probably like dying that I'm calling her out, but hey, hey. but really like, <laughs> like I mean, all of our listeners, like seriously, I mean, she makes those lovely notebooks that everybody's like, I want, you know. So it's just been beautiful to see the way that people have just like um, really caught on to truth table and uh and just to know the significance of what it means to them that's been um pretty surprising and just to hear like we'll get emails from people that are saying i was about to turn my back on jesus yeah but i somehow stumbled upon your podcast and that's Mm -hmm. keeping me literally people like no i i left the church and then i came back because of your podcast you know, because you all are so committed, you know, um, to wow. the church. And so we tell them, yes, we are not the church, y'all. All right, go to church. True Stable <laughs> is not the church. We, you know, we are. I want you to know that we are not. not a, we are not church. a replacement yeah. for the church. The, you need to be in the body. Um, <laughs> but hopefully, we can edify you, right? Be a supplement, if you would, um, and help to bolster you. Uh, but yeah, so that for me has been powerful. Even people, how attuned people are to the um, the episodes. Like I just got, I have an email in my inbox right now. Um, from a woman who listened to Truth Table, listened to the colorism episode and sent me an email yeah. of affirmation. Like, you're so beautiful. You're so this, you're that. She's like, I know that you probably noticed, but, you know, I just wanted to affirm you after listening to colorism because, you know, I didn't triggered everybody on the episode. Yes, and so, but, you know, um, <laughs> it just was like, wow, it just, it's been overwhelming to see the way that people really yeah. listen you know, um, yeah. so yeah, that's some of those things that mm-hmm. I've noticed. I mean, we have, we have people who what are, I-, I mean, obviously we have people who have been, been critics, some people like, <laughs> but I think well, what that has yes. created though, is some people who see us as their sisters and their daughters and their, and their, you know, their, their aunties. I like, I think they, there's kind of, there's, there's kind of a, yes. yeah, I mean, there's like a protective, protective kin- kindredness. <laughs> and so too. it's not uncommon. Like, obviously the folks who I meet who are like, thank you so much. I met a, a sister last week who, who she heard my name and she was like, you're not Christina Edmondson. And I was like, I am Christina Edmondson. Um, and she was like, you're on Truth's <laughs> Table. I was like, I am on Truth's Table. And um, <laughs> which is all these things were real. I mean, they just, my mother-in-law was with me and she was like, what is this all about? She just thought it was so weird, you know? And, um, <laughs> and but then she teared up and she said, I was almost out of here. Mm-hmm. I was almost out of my church and God's, you know, sent me mm-hmm. you all. Um, and I've, and it's, that has, that is not the only time I've had someone come to me and tear up mm-hmm. and say something like that. And I mean, men mm-hmm. and women. And, um, and just the other day, mm-hmm. it's so funny when people uh, meet my husband, so they'll, <laughs> so, cause he, cause he, you know, he's known as Christina's husband. And so he was, he was getting, yes. he was getting his laptop yeah. fixed at the Apple store. And he said, this dear brother, 
you know, one of the Apple workers was like, hey, Dr. Edmondson. And he was like, okay, why does Apple know my whole name? Like, why do they, why are they calling me this? And he was like, you know, Apple has all kinds of powers. Maybe they know this. And, and that, and then they right, shared for right. a while. And so he kind of, obviously he knew of who Michael was, but then when he, before he left, the guy said, please tell Christina hello and let her know that I love True Stable. And this was a Latino man. Mm. And, um, wow. Just and so anyway, so all of that to say, like those little moments are just—I mean, they're just really, really sweet and they're really encouraging. Um, and people don't—I mean, I just want—I want, I want the folks where I'm like, we ought to be kind, but I don't take kindness for granted. Like we ought to be kind, like you're supposed to be kind. But mm-hmm. when people show that mm-hmm. level of kindness yeah. in a world that rewards you for being hard and cold, um, yeah, I'm, I'm really grateful because we because we need it. Like we. We got our stuff, we got our issues, we got our hard days, we got our critics. And so it's such a blessing to have people who are vulnerable enough to say thank you. Yeah. You know, Tyler is a sort of a a perfect illustration of what you were saying about Mm -hmm. what home is and feels like. Mm -hmm. Um, So why don't you unpack that in in context of this conversation? (laughs) Yeah, no, I was actually thinking that because... I was talking with one of the members of the witness, Aaron, uh, Aaron James, yeah. a resident pastor. Aaron. And um, Love Aaron. he's also one of my best friends um, down here in Pensacola. And so we were we were talking. I remember we were at Waffle House and we were it was early in the morning. And so we were talking and and we were talking about finding, quote unquote, home, like what that looks like for us, not the physical location, but kind of the sweet spot of where you feel like God has called you, mm. what you feel God has called you to do, and the people who affirm that and celebrate that and would say, yes, they they see this in you or, you know, your broad ministry outside of the church, you know, finding the people who, you know, whose heart beats the same way. And, you know, I was talking to him and I was like, man, you know, I think sometimes, you know, having a child is reminding mm. me, you know, that when I see my wife and my daughter that's where home is like wherever Mm -hmm. they are. That's, that's my home. Like, so I don't have to be in a physical location. Like I don't have to be bound to a, to a particular geography. If wherever they are, that's where I am. That's home for me. And we can make whatever we need to make work. Um, Because we find people home isn't really so much an institution Mm -hmm. as it is a, a people. And so we were talking about that in Dallas, just this whole idea of finding listeners and finding people in this quote unquote wilderness of trying to figure out where we're going as an organization and as a podcast and even as a a broader movement of people and wherever the people are like in the midst of that, that's home for us. And, and and we recognize that the Lord has called us a physical location and to a specific church community. But when we see people affirm us and when we see people say, this is exactly what I was thinking, feeling, hoping, crying about left my church over, you know, all these different things, we kind of sit back and say, well, this is home for us. You know, we found a home with a group of people Mm -hmm. who we don't even know. Mm -hmm. We don't even, um, who the Lord has just graced us to meet in in his goodness. So that's just exactly what I feel like those little pockets Mm -hmm. of home and, and, it's really, I mean, to take it somewhere I didn't even take it in Dallas, is really, that's the eschatological hope, right? That, mm-hmm. you know, it we're going to have a people, it's a remnant of people from every yeah. every tongue and tribe and nation. And when we get around yeah. the throne and we're worshiping the lamb, I mean, we don't know who's, we may not know who's on our right or on our left. We may not know, but there's this commonality of, of Christ yeah. has brought us together. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that's the family of God. Mm. That's beautiful. Stuff. Yep. That makes y'all kin. The blood, the blood, it never there loses you go. its power. There you go. So <laughs> it never, ever. Um, yeah. I, I did have actually have a question for y'all. I was thinking about, um, you know, your transition, you know, of course, from Rand to The Witness and just wondering how your listeners have taken the shift, particularly on the podcast. How has that, have they been able to ride with you? Any challenges that you all have faced as you are <laughs> turning you any corner? challenges? <laughs> you, know, you know, honestly, I think the podcast made the shift before we even made the name change. And so mm-hmm. in, in, in a sense, our listeners have been with us the whole ride, right? Uh, and it, it was just sort of a formal acknowledgement of the journey that that we were already on. So in that sense, it was organic and it was smooth. Um, but 
I think at least for me, it's been a lot clearer what we're um, moving away from rather than what we're going toward. It's been a lot easier to pinpoint what we are not rather than what we are or are becoming. So that's been a process. And we, and we told folks this from the beginning that we're in essence building the plane as we fly, but we're trying to lean into what it means to be a witness. Mm -hmm. And a lot of that means going in places where the Christianity mm -hmm. isn't as overt, yeah. um, where Christ isn't, has not been proclaimed or, or claimed by the mm -hmm. people we're interacting with. And it's hard. It's a different challenge, but in a sense, it's very fulfilling because it feels right. It feels like that's where Christ wants us to be. Uh, so we're just at the beginning yeah. of it. Uh, we, we had a great time at MLK 50, attending the National Civil Rights Museum yeah, event. y'all gave great coverage. Mm. Great coverage, y'all. Good job. Oh, we were so tired. I know you were. I know you were, but it was That's great. Jamar and Bo. Great coverage, Yeah, Bo. Bo was, Bo was killing it. Uh, yeah. So, But that was a wonderful opportunity to connect with folks that, that we, we just normally didn't get a chance to. So I think it's only the beginning. I think it's only the beginning for both of our podcasts and for folks who have uh, been on this journey so far. I, I thank you. And I'm sure all of us here share the same sentiment that, uh, you know, we do it because of the Lord, but yeah. in service to our listeners. And so maybe you don't hear it often enough, certainly not from me, but really thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for taking the time because time is so precious and valuable and that you would spend some of it with us is very wonderful. Um, it's humbling and we don't take it lightly. We pray through these things. We work mm -hmm. hard to produce quality content. And so we just want to say thank you directly to you, the listeners. Yeah, I think that's great, Jamar. And it, I think I think all of us could certainly take an opportunity yeah. to extend our gratitude. I know for me, I, I, I'm grateful for the kindness and for the emails. I get to read a bunch of them from all kinds of places. I mean, from the continent of Africa to the UK, uh, Canada, United States, Northeast, <laughs> Southwest. I mean, um, men, women, everybody. So just thank you, thank you, thank you for... Um, yeah, sitting at the table with us or standing in the room or eavesdropping from another room. Um, we we appreciate mm -hmm. your encouragement and your presence. Beautiful. T, you got something for the people? You got a word? Yeah, absolutely. Brother, I, a word for the people? I would, I would actually just... <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I actually just want to uh, take this moment. I think Jamar thanked our listeners adequately. I just want to thank mm -hmm. um, Truth's Table. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, we yeah. haven't had the opportunity oh, to God. just affirm y'all um, <laughs> she said, I had an opportunity to affirm y'all recently on the mic. And um, I just thank you all for your freedom in Christ, mm -hmm. um, for your tenacity, for your uncompromising mm -hmm. commitment to the truth. Mm -hmm. And the ways in which you've challenged us both publicly and privately has mm -hmm. been just edifying for our souls. And so it's made us better men first, you know, and outside of just being something that we appreciate as a principle, it's made us personally better. Um, so we just, we honor you guys and we honor your platform and what you've done. And so I just want to thank you, thank Truth's mm. Table um, for leading the way in so many ways in, in which so many places we were afraid to go. Y'all went there immediately. And that's the story of Black men and Black women. Um, yeah. So <laughs> y'all built this table. And so uh, we're just, you, we're brother. happy to be thank at you. it. Thank you. Thank y'all so much. Yeah. I mean, I just, well, we want to thank y'all, mm -hmm. you know, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're really, we're in it together. Um, and so I'm grateful for you all, uh, paving the way. I mean, because you all kind of went ahead of us, that gave us the freedom and the latitude to be able to be our authentic selves. You know, that's one thing TT will, by God's grace, hopefully mm -hmm. remain. Mm -hmm. um, um, and, and with, uh, and, and as with God, holiness as the guardrails <laughs> is our prayer, right? Um, but because uh, we, we all need guardrails, we all, all need late. accountability. Uh, but I do, I want to thank our listeners really for, um, for 
uh, rolling with us um, up and down. You know, we, we, we cover hard topics. We cover our topics are often very dense. Um, they can be, you know, we're the three of us are always laughing and joking, right? Um, which we want to actually talk about that at some point, but we're often talking, you know, laughing through these things. And I don't, I think sometimes people find that odd, uh, but but that's just I, I think that's just the beauty of just black humor and, and, and laughter as resistance, which is a whole nother topic. But uh, people have been able to ride with us right through the very hard subjects that we talk about to the light, fun ones that we do. Um, and I just I just I, for me, I'm honored. People don't have to listen to Truth Table. They don't. I mean, there are a million podcasts that they can listen to about anything that's out there. You can find it. Um, and so for me, I'm honored that they said they, they would come turn on their podcast, that our podcast for a good 30 to 45 minutes and weep and laugh, right. And, and cackle with their teacup in hand <laughs> or, or, or start a ritual where they're just cleaning the house as they're listening to truth table. I, that to me is a very sacred time, particularly for the black household, black women in particular. Like that's the thing, cleaning up the house on sat- Saturday morning with the music going or something going that to me, I, I, I mean, I think that's a true honor. So when I hear black women tell me that that's what they do at truth table, I'm like floored completely floored. So um, I am always honored and I'm always humbled by that. And I thank our listeners who are, they're always praying for us, always praying for us. And I'm grateful for that. So, um, so yeah, so pray for us, keep on praying uh, for past the mic and uh, for truth's table that the Lord would uh, be glorified and that we would be continuing to tackle topics that need to be discussed um, and that we would do so in a way that's pleasing to him, right? And faithful to the word of God. So, so y'all, thank you for joining us at the table again. Pass the table. Pass the table. Pass the table. (laughs) So yeah, and of course, we want to thank our listeners for having a seat with taking a seat at the table with us this week. Of course, shout out to Pottery Studios and to our executive producer Bo York, who is who produces both. Yo, Pass the mic. yeah, neither of these podcasts yeah, would exist said, without Bo. What, what are we talking about? <laughs> yeah, shout out to Bo. Like without Bo. This would not be a thing. So uh, so we're grateful and we thank y'all. Um, and we will see y'all next time on the next Truth Table and the next Past the Mic. So bye, y'all. Peace.